السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما all praise is due to almighty allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader nabi muhammad mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam o allah we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deception of the satan and the evil of our souls amen ya rabbal alamin it is indeed only the grace and mercy of almighty allah jalla wala that we continue with surah nur chapter number 24 and verse number 6 To recap our previous lessons, Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha, Sayyidah Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, both these wonderful great personalities of Islam said, that allimu nisa'akum surat al-nur, teach your females surah nur, because there are so many social issues, family issues. Almighty Allah jalla wala informed us, az-zaniyatu az-zani, فَجْلِدُوا كُلَّ وَاحِدٍ مِّنْهُمَا مِيَتَ جَلَّامٍ The lady who commits fornication and the male who commits fornication, they are not married. So both of them in public, you must give them a hundred lashes. You whip them. And this is known as hudud. This cannot be forgiven once they are found guilty. And how does one be proven guilty? Either he or she confesses they committed this crime. Or there are four male witnesses. And remember, the aim is not to kill the person. The aim is to teach the person a lesson, and it must be a deterrent for the public and society. In today's modern democracy, satanic systems, we see that adultery, fornication, homosexuality, all this here is not only acceptable, but it is glorified and encouraged. And when pandemics like AIDS and sexually transmitted diseases come, then the kafir mentality is such, give everybody a condom. So we must realize that there are ways of solving problems, are causing bigger problems. That is never the solution. The solution is to lead a pure and a chaste lifestyle. Every avenue for nikah, Islam made easy. Every avenue for zina, fornication, adultery, Islam made it difficult. So that is why we have segregation between the male and the female. And for adultery, the punishment is death, capital punishment in Islam. We don't have to compromise on the Sharia. We don't have to apologize to any person, any government, any organization. This is our law. You don't like it. It's your business. So remember that. And if Muslims don't like it, then they're out of the fall of Islam also. 
So we all need to be clear on these issues. Deen of Islam means Islam. We submit and surrender to the wills of or command of Almighty Allah to the decree of Almighty Allah and Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam willingly, unreservedly, unconditionally. So that is the meaning of Iman and Islam. Thereafter, Almighty Allah jalla wala in yesterday's lesson taught us, وَالَّذِينَ يَرْمُونَ الْمُحْسَنَاتِ And those people, the men, who cast allegations, accusations against pure and chaste women, so whether it is men to men, men to women, women to men, men women to women, so all for possibilities. Then they cannot produce four male witnesses. In this penal code, yeah, the women's testimony evidence is not accepted because they are too emotional. So four male witnesses who are upright, فَجْلِدُوهُمْ ثَمَانِينَ jalla. Then you give them 80 lashes in public. And their testimony would not be accepted for the future. And they are the transgressors and the people who are considered as fasiq. They went beyond the boundaries and limits. Except those people who make Toba and repent, and I mentioned to you the six conditions yesterday. They make amends. Then verily all, Matthew is of forgiving, very merciful. And we told you about the great virtues of Toba and of repentance. Now today's lesson, Surah Nur, Surah 24, and verse number 6. This is another dimension and perspective. This is called Li'an. This is called Mula'ana. Where the husband accuses his wife of committing adultery. That the husband, ABC, tells his wife that you, XYZ, you have committed adultery. But he does not hear four witnesses, four male witnesses. Then what happens in a case like that? Or a second scenario? The husband tells his wife while she is pregnant or after she gives birth and after the delivery, he makes nephew wedded. He says the son, this daughter is not my child. So either he accuses her directly of adultery or either he negates the child and say that the child does not belong to him. Remember this DNA testing and all that is not acceptable in Islam. So what we will have in a case like that, so this husband will have to do what we're going to mention now. And the wife will have to do what we will mention to you just now. And for the husband, it will become a substitute that he will not get the 80 lashes for casting this accusation to his wife. And for the wife, it is a qaim a substitute, that for the death penalty. So both of them in this world will not be punished. But remember, al-mutala'inani la yajtami'ani abada, the hadith of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, mentioned in Tafsir ibn Kathir, Qurtubi, and various compilations, so they can never ever get married in future. And remember, their marriage will be finished after this procedure. 
However, we know one party definitely is lying. So that party will face the consequences in the year after. So this can only be done one way. When the husband accuses the wife. If the wife accuses the husband, then remember she has to produce four male witnesses or the husband confesses. If nothing of that happens, then the wife will be whipped and lashed 80 lashes. So otherwise, every second wife will just start accusing the husband and remember the very fabric of society will disintegrate. So that's one thing. Second thing is this, how talaq is only in the possession of the man, so this li'an is also only in the possession of the men. Next important aspect that these type of laws are done in Muslim countries where you have a Qazi and a judge and so forth because this matter must be done in front of the Qazi and then we know everything is done properly and in an orderly manner and fashion. So these are conditions that we should know about them. However, in our countries, the easy solution will be, Allah forbid, where the wife commits adultery or the husband says that this child is not his, now he does not want this wife, so give a talaq and divorce and end the matter, finish. Because now you say you are tayyib, that you are pure and you are chaste, and your wife has become khabis or khabisa, she is impure, so then you have the right of talaq, so divorce her. What happens when the husband is the khabis, as we see nowadays so many a time, the wife is the pure one, then remember the wife has the right to go to the ulama and the tribunal and the ulama organizations in a Muslim country, the judge, the magistrate, and she applies for a fasakh and says she does not want to stay with this husband because now he is khabis, he's impure, he's got AIDS and he's got sexually transmitted diseases and so many other issues. So these are the grounds where the marriage can be annulled and so forth. So for all parties, Islam has given them their due rights and that is what Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned in the Hajjatul Wida Khutbah Inna Allah qad a'ta kulladhi haqqin haqqa Verily all Matthew Allah has given every party who is eligible to rights their rights and this is mentioned in Mishka Sharif and in Dara Qutni the Hadith Kitab now this what we're discussing today is only between husband and wife. Not between other people, brother or sister or, you know, uh, daughter-in-law and son-in-law and mother-in-law. No, it's only between husband and wife and one way only. Not the opposite that the wife accuses the husband. I explained that to you already. So Surah Nur, Surah 24, verse number 6. وَالَّذِينَ يَرْمُونَ أَزْوَاجَهُمْ And those people, the husbands, who cast accusations, رَمْيُنْ رَمْيُ الْجِمَارِ رَمْيُ shaitan, The pelting of the symbolic shaitan when we go for hajj. So يَرْمُونَ Those who are casting accusations, throwing accusations, allegations, أَزْوَاجَهُمْ Against their spouses, against their wives. The word azwaj is the plural of zoj, and it is a neutral term for male and female. But you look at the text and the context, so yeah, it means, and the husband is casting as accusation, throwing allegations against his wife, that, oh wife, you have committed adultery. 
So azwajahum. Rabbana hamlana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata ayun. Oh Allah grant us such spouses and such children and progeny that are the coolness of the eyes. So that dua you youngsters who intend getting married now in Ramadan or Shawwal or Shaban, remember read that dua. Those of us who are married for years, we should also be reading the dua. It's only all Mighty Allah who keeps us pure and chaste. It's only all Mighty Allah who makes our heart unity of thought. We both go in the same direction. And then that marriage remains solid and stable. Otherwise, يُفَرِّقُونَ بِهِ بَيْنَ الْمَرْءِ وَزَوْجِي The aim of the shaitan always is to break the marriages and finish up husband and wife. That is one of the major aims of the shaitan and his cronies. Now this husband has accused his wife of adultery. وَلَمْ يَكُلْ لَهُمْ شُهَدَاءُ إِلَّا أَنفُسُهُمْ And they, the husbands, do not have witnesses. No one is witness, or maybe one or two, but not four. إِلَّا أَنفُسُهُمْ Except themselves. So either he told his wife directly that this child here is not mine, meaning you committed adultery, or he tells her explicitly that you have committed adultery. So these two here, now in a Muslim country, so you can have li'an. And in our countries, the person can just give his wife divorce if he knows that his wife committed adultery, Allah forbid. And even in a Muslim country, he can give a divorce. It's not necessary. He must exercise this option of li'an. But if he wants to use this option, he can exercise it in the Muslim countries. Now what has happened? This is the scenario. The husband, Muslim. Wife, Muslima. And he, the husband, accuses the wife of adultery. But there are no witnesses. فَشَهَادَةُ أَحَدِهِمْ أَرْبَعُ شَهَادَاتٍ بِاللَّهِ so this husband, yeah, he will have to bear testimony. So these husbands, each one of them, who cast these allegations, accusations, will have to give testimony and evidence. Arba'u shahadatim billah, four times taking an oath on all Allah's name. Shahadat shahadatim billahi innahu laminas sadiqeen. So he will say, Wallahi, I take an oath. That what I am saying, what he is saying, that husband, that his wife committed this adultery, that he is speaking the truth. So four times he will repeat it. Each time he repeats it, it will be like a substitute for the witness. So he, ABC, will say that, Wallahi, I take a custom on Allah, that his wife, he will say, for example, a name, has committed adultery. It's not necessary he has to say with whom, but he is accusing her of that adultery. So four times he will say it, and each time he will say it with a qasam and an oath to show the severity and the significance of this. And he will say that he is speaking the truth. 
So either is negating the child, and remember in a case like that, then the nasab of the child, the lineage of the child will go to the mother, because now he is saying this child is waladu zina, that the child is a bee, an illegitimate. So if it is negating the child, then the lineage goes to the mother. Oh, he accuses her, that person's wife, that she committed adultery. That he is truthful in his accusation and allegation against his wife. Or wives, whatever it is. And the fifth time, after four times, now the fifth time, what will he say? Then he will say, O oh Allah, you curse me. If he is lying, because it's a very, very big accusation and allegation that he is accusing his wife of adultery, but he does not have any witnesses. So they could be suspicion, they could be just some emotions playing there, it could be jealousy. There are so many possibilities and so forth and so on. So therefore, Islam says, وَالْخَامِسَةُ أَنَّ لَعَنَةَ اللَّهِ What is the meaning of la'anat? Al-ibad and rahmatillah. That he invokes a dua against himself and says, Allah must deprive him of his, Allah's mercy. So therefore, Islamic law is not only what is black and white and written in the paper or constitution or in the book, it applies to your conscience as well. You see our countries today, South Africa, Banana Republic, so many other countries, Banana Republic, because they just look for what is the loophole in the law. So Islam does not work like that. Islam applies it to your conscience. Therefore, Islam says, Quran says, 89 different places, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu. Oh, you who believe, a iman walo, oh, you attain faith. So that is now speaking to our inner conscience. This is the taqaza of your iman. This is the demand of your iman. This is what Islam is commanding to do, that you do that which is right. Therefore, Sahaba radiallahu anhu, Hazrat Ma'iz radiallahu anhu, Hazrat Ghamidiyah radiallahu anhu, we say they are Sahaba. And we say that no one saw them committing the crime of adultery, but their iman, their inner conscience would not allow it. They came to Mustafa sallallahu and said, Tahirni ya Rasulullah, purify me, cleanse me, clean me. Four different times he said it. Thereafter, Nabi alayhi commanded the Sahaba to now go and pelt him to death and then kill him and capital punishment will apply. So this is the beauty of Islamic law. So he's asking for Allah's curse to come upon him in Ghana min al if he's a liar in this accusation, allegation against his wife. Now what will the wife do? So remember for him, the husband, this is a substitute for the had qazaf and that is the 80 lashes for allegations and accusations against his wife. And the punishment will be driven away and repelled from her, the wife, the accused. And 
that she must testify four times in the name of Almighty Allah, innahu laminal kadibin, and she will say that wallahi in his accusation against her he is a liar so four times she will say it independently separately and each time she will take the name of almighty allah so she knows that either she's speaking the truth or she's lying in time of nabi alayhi salatu salam the male and the female had this argument the husband accused his wife the matter came to Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The man said, Wallahi, four times that he is speaking the truth in his accusation against his wife. And the fifth time he said, Allah's curse must fall on him if he's lying. The lady, when she came to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the people who were present, the observers and witnesses say, it seemed that as though she will withdraw. Then she said, Nay, I will not disgrace my people and nation. And she went ahead. So it's obvious that she was lying, but remember, because that is the Islamic law. So in a case like that, no punishment was meted out to her. And Nabi salam even said that if this was not used, then I should have surely punished her, the capital punishment. Now see, if she gives birth to a baby with these features, then remember she is guilty of zina and of adultery, but yet no action will be taken, because now she did so at her own peril, and she will face the consequences in the year after. So all these precedents are in front of us. Why, because Nabi Alayhi told them, Ahadukuma one of you is lying, both can be speaking the truth. The husband is alleging, making accusation, the wife committed adultery. And the wife is repudiating, rejecting the claim made by the husband. So that is why Islam has this law, li'an, to curse one another. And the punishment will be repelled and diverted away from her. And that is the capital punishment. أَنْتَ شَهَدَ أَرْبَعَ شَهَادَاتٍ بِاللَّهِ That she, that wife, the accused person, will testify and give evidence in this manner by saying, Wallahi, بِاللَّهِ إِنَّهُ لَمِنَ الْكَاذِبِينَ That he is the liar and she is the truth. Remember, it's only one way, husband to wife, not wife to husband. And the fifth time, what will she say? And the fifth time, and she won't just say, I say four times, nay, she must say it independently, separately, once, twice, thrice, four times. And the fifth time she will say, That the wrath, the fury, the rage of all, is on her, the wife. If he, the husband, is speaking the truth, that she committed adultery. Now, yeah, in the case of the man, the word used is la'ana. He must say, Allah's curse be upon me. But in the case of the wife, she will use the word ghadab, that Allah's fury, Allah's rage, Allah's wrath be upon me. Why is the word la'anat not used? Because women, many a time, when they are furious and angry, angry, then they use the word la'ana. So la'ana is something normal by them. So therefore we use another word which is not normally used, and that is ghadab.
The hadith in Bukhari Sharif, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam said that I saw most of the inmates of Jahannam and the people in Jahannam are females. When they asked Lima Ya Rasulallah why? So Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam said that you curse people abundantly and you just curse, curse your husband, curse your wife, curse everybody. And ashir, and you are ungrateful to your husbands. And there are other crimes also, obviously, but this is the word I want to mention. So therefore for them she will say Wal-Khamisata. So the fifth time she will say Allah's ghadab, Allah's wrath, anger, fury, rage must descend on her. Alayha in kana min sadiqeen If he, this husband who is accusing her, is speaking the truth. So all Matya Allah has mentioned this. Now both parties took that finished, now the marriage is dissolved and remember, now this academic discussion, must the Qazi dissolve it, or must the, uh, will it be dissolved automatically, then there's difference of opinion, so all that we don't have to go into now, but the fact remains now, the marriage will be finished and now they can never marry in future, why? Because Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, al-mutala'inan, the people who made li'an, invoking the curses of all Allah upon themselves then layajtami'ani abada can never ever reconcile no now nor in the future had it not been the grace of all upon you the Muslims and the mercy what is the meaning of Fadl I told somebody wash my car and I told him I'll give you 70 rand so he washed the car, the car was looking in immaculate condition. I told him, take the hundred rand. So seventy rand is adal, that is the justice. And fadal is the extra. So remember, you gave it to him as a bonus. Every day, all Allah is giving us more and more compared to what we deserve. Had it not been the grace of all upon you and the mercy of all enveloping you because all says and my mercy encompasses, surrounds everything. Therefore, when we are making dua, we say, Allahumma inna rahmataka awsa'u min dhunubina. O Almighty Allah, verily your mercy is wider, broader, greater than all our vices and sins put together. Wa anna Allah tawwabun hakim. And Almighty Allah is tawwab. He accepts the tawbah. Tawab, he accepts the toba excessively, abundantly, the repentance of people, the jinn and everybody, Hakim, and he all met Allah, Jalla wala, is all wise. So may all met Allah protect our homes, our marriages, our children, and always we promote and advocate a stable society. When you study about social studies and you study about society, then remember you will speak 
speak about the family unit. And the family unit starts with husband, wife. When the micro is solid, then the macro will also be solid. The micro is the husband, wife, and their children. And remember, the macro is the ummah at large. So may all Allah unite our hearts. May all Allah make us the coolness of one another's eyes. And may all Allah make our khatima an ending on iman. On the kalima, ashadu Allah ilaha illallah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abdu wa rasulu wa akhiru da'wana anil alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin